We've all had dreams and some still have them, but some of us have gotten to adulthood and somewhere along the journey have stopped practicing the art of dreaming. I want to encourage and inspire you to start dreaming again, but that's not it. I want you to learn how to take messy and imperfect action so you too can turn those dreams into your reality. I believe every single person has something unique to contribute to the world and you're not the exception. One of my favorite ways to get inspired is to hear someone share their story There's something about it that helps me believe that if she can do it, then so can I. This is why I created the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. Every week, we'll have a guest who's here to share her story, the fears and struggles she's had to overcome, and what her journey has taught her, along with what's inspired her to take that very first step and what has helped her to keep moving forward. My wish is that as you listen to these powerful and inspiring stories, you too are inspired to take the first messy and imperfect action step towards creating a life that brings you complete joy and one that lights you up every single day. This show is all about helping you unlock your purpose and discover what you were put on this earth to do, that thing that only you can do to make this world more whole and more beautiful. No more dimming your light. Remember that your playing small does not serve the world. As you allow that light to shine bright, this will unconsciously give others permission to do the same. I want the absolute best for you and I'll be here every week to help you figure out just how much value you have inside of you. And every single week you'll hear from our guests who have something to add to help you get out of your own way, to help you become more successful, to help you become the absolute best version of yourself. This is Leslie Regalado and I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, it's Leslie Regalado. Welcome back to another episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. It's officially season two, episode one. I know it's been way too long. I feel like I should share what's been going on and why it's been so dang long. I'm going to be honest. I got a bit foggy with the purpose of this podcast. Not sure how or why, but I took a bit of time off to get really clear on exactly why I started this podcast in the first place. And now I'm back and know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing with this amazing platform. So get ready to practice the art of dreaming again, because we were all created to feel joy and excitement for life. I believe we all have something so beautiful to offer the world. And with a bit of inspiration and guidance, we can live a life of purpose and true happiness. Every week, you will have the opportunity to listen to perfectly imperfect human beings who have taken a leap and are here to share their journey and the lessons they've learned. Allow yourself to listen with an open heart and an open mind so that as you hear their stories of each one of these courageous guests and how they are allowing their light to shine, you then give yourself permission to do the same thing. We are kicking off season two with a special guest. Her name is Crystal Alonso, and Crystal was someone who decided that it was time to make herself happy again and to stop doing what everyone else wanted or expected her to do. After losing her grandfather and being on the brink of divorce, she decided that it was time she did what she wanted to do. With just $100, she started her business, Kitty Lampiñatas. That was 11 years ago, and she's here to share her story, her journey, what inspired her to take that leap the obstacles she's had to overcome, and much more. I can't wait for you to listen. Let's go ahead and dive in. All right, so we are here today with Crystal and Crystal Alonso, and I'm super excited because we were just chatting for a little bit before I started recording, and she was just sharing a little bit of her story, and I'm excited for you all to be able to just listen and hear and get inspired because her story is definitely inspiring. It started 11 years ago, and I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about it, but um, I guess we'll start there, Crystal. Um, Just really quickly introduce yourself, mainly not so much about your business yet, but, you know, mom, wife, like, what is it outside of your business? Who is Crystal? Outside of business, Crystal is a mom, a wife, a sister, you know? Awesome. And how how many kids do you have? I have six kids. Wow. How old are they? The oldest one's 25, then okay. 24, then I got my 21-year-old, my 20-year-old, my 17, and then last but not least, my 14-year-old. That's amazing. My oldest is 14. So where you're ending, I'm just beginning. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. So this journey that started 11 years ago, you were sharing with me kind of how it started. So let's go back. Like you said earlier, let's start at the beginning. Um, What happened that made you start this business? Like 
what kind of pushed you over the edge to actually have the courage and the guts to jump in? What was going on in your life at the time? I think I had hit rock bottom, you know, and when you hit rock bottom, it's like where, you know, you have to take a new step. You have to go somewhere else, not keeping the same path. So my grandfather had passed away. I was in the line of divorce, <laughs> the path of divorce, you could say. And I had um, not been in the workforce for many, many years. And many you were mentioning that you were that you were wanting to find a job, like that was kind of the path you were on. But then you decided that you were not going to please anyone else because you had been for so long and that you were going to start committing a bit more of that to yourself, basically start pleasing you. So you mentioned that you hadn't been in the workforce and that's kind of what was scary to try to go there and maybe not get hired. Um, so what did you do instead? Yes, I was so afraid that I was not going to get hired because so many years not being in the workforce that I was like, I have to make money somehow now, right now, like I can't wait. So I was very afraid that they were not going to like my product, but I was like, you know what, if somebody else can make it, why not me? Why not me? And so I made 10 piñatas, you know, my dad had given me, you know, he's like, here, uh, I give you a hundred dollars. You don't have anything. Do whatever you want with it. Show me, show me that you can't. And I was like, I, I was so thankful for that. And I was like, you know what? It, it just takes me a couple of dollars. So I went and bought what I needed and I started, I made those piñatas and I took them to a store near me and I, I asked them, uh, you know what, can, can you buy my piñatas? <laughs> you, you know, I didn't even uh, um, introduce myself. I didn't, uh, <laughs> nothing. Just, I went right ahead. Can I you love it. My Here's my <laughs> I love it. I love that you went in there with a purpose and like you, you had your blinders on. It wasn't about, oh, let me chit chat. Let me, no, let, this is where, I, this is what I'm here for. Let me ask the question. And you know what I think is brilliant about that, Crystal, is that it allows for no doubts and fear. Like you literally go in there, you do what you're there to do. So then you don't have to talk yourself out of doing it. So because you went in there and did it. So one of the things I find fascinating is a lot of people that um, I talk to or that I've heard, you know, make comments. It's like, it takes so much money to start a business. It's so much commitment, like, you know, all these reasons slash excuses. I just heard you say that you started your business with $100. Yes, I started right? $100, but I did not spend the all, all $100. So you still had leftover. That's wonderful. I still had leftover. I could actually tell you the exact amount and I still remember, you know, because like you said, there's many people that think that you have to have money, a lot of money. And mm -hmm. honestly, I started with $10. Wow. I started with $10. I bought the paper uh, from the dollar store. I had boxes at home, clean boxes, you know, and I was like, hey, reuse, recycle, you know? Yes. And that's I said I need I need to make the this workout yeah and how did I know I asked you earlier but I want the listeners to hear how did the idea of making piñatas come like where in the world did that come from well I was working with my aunt she had a candy shop I was working with her she was teaching me how to make piñatas and at first I was like even though I like very much art and I'm so crafty I remember telling my my aunt aunt I'm so sorry but this is not for me like <laughs> I I don't know how am I helping you these piñatas are like so awful <laughs> now was it hard or was it just the fact that you were just getting started it was it was hard making the cones at first and that was frustrating for me because I didn't know how to make a cone so it was just hard. It was frustrating because it was obviously something new. 
just, I think just like anything else, so many of us are so afraid to not be great right off the bat that we almost hold back because we're not sure if we're going to be really good or if it's going to be perfect or if it's going to be to a certain standard. And I think so many times we have to be willing to suck. Like we have to be willing to be not good before we're actually great. I don't think any of us are born being great at anything other than sleeping, pooing, and eating. Like that's all we're born, knowing how to do everything else we have to learn. it. And then, like you said, it can be frustrating. So what made you make that jump from helping her? I know you mentioned earlier that your husband um, was wanting you to get a real job, quote unquote, and that's kind of why you left um, helping your aunt. But what made you give that jump of, I don't really like it. You obviously eventually learn how to, to actually doing it. Well, I, like I said, I needed money, like in the instant, in the moment. So I decided to, to make them get some money. And when I finished, when I finished the product and I saw it and I took it and then when they grabbed it in the store and they hang it in the store, <laughs> I was like, wow, like, I can't believe it. They look so beautiful hanging there. I was like, I got to do this again. I mean, they're going to be gone. I said, they're going to be gone and I'm not going to have them anymore there. So I, I, I turned around and I went back and I told them if, if they sell, will you let me bring more? And they said, yes, of course we'll let you know. And I was like, okay. I was like, great. And so that's what made me keep going. The fact that I saw those piñatas hanging in the store and they looked so beautiful. And that I knew that I made them with my own hands. That's amazing. So, okay. Now let us know, did you, how did you know to do that? Like, I feel like so many people get stuck in the little details. Like, you know, okay, so I'm going to make this, then where am I going to take it to? Who's going to buy it? Like what's, you know, some people get really technical and they want to have like a business plan, you know, put together before they even do anything. What I'm hearing you say, Crystal, is you made them, you walked over or went, drove over to a store in your neighborhood, asked them if they wanted to buy it. They said, yes, you did that again. Where did all that, I guess, business planning come from? Like, did you know to do that or was that just instinct? No, it was just my instinct, it was just my go ahead and do it. You know, it was just my go ahead and do it. I did not have a plan at all. And to be honest, to this day, no plan at all. I just see from far away, I see and I take the step. You know, like we started from, we started with a uh, one store and that store is like, a, has a change chain of uh, stores. Okay. So you go, you know, I went, I, I asked them to sell my piñatas there. And then when I saw they were selling a lot, I was like, do you think, do you think uh, we can put them in your other store? You know, they might also like it. And they told me, yeah, you know what? That's a great idea. Go talk to the manager and go tell them, when are you going to take them? And we also going to let them know that you're going to take them and we'll see you there. And that's, that's how I, go by. I don't even have a plan. I just like, when I start with one thing, I see if it's working out. I, I let it, you know, work out. And if it doesn't work out too, you know, if it doesn't work out, I also see it's not working out. If it's not working out, I think to myself, you know, what's not working out? Like what I'm, what I'm not doing that is not working out. But for most of the time, that's what I do. I go step by step. I don't have a plan. My only plan since I started, it's not to quit. <laughs> mm, hey, that's a, that's a freaking amazing plan though, <laughs> because so many people, Crystal, that I've talked to, I've been in business for gosh, now almost two decades. So many people that I talk to, it's almost like, okay, so if by this time I haven't made this much money, or if by this time I haven't achieved X, Y, or Z, then it must, it must not be meant to be, or I'll just find something else. What I just heard you say is I'm not going to quit. So like, I'm going to figure this out no matter how long it takes me, no matter how many pivots I have to make. 
I love that you decided to take messy, imperfect, inspired action, and you've been doing it ever since. So what has happened since then? I mean, it's been 11 years. What has happened from the very beginning where you took $10 out of the hundred that your dad gave you, you know, went and bought the supplies, made these tempinetas, took them to the store, took them to another store, you know, kind of how did, how has that grown since then? And what has been some of the things that you've enjoyed the most through the journey? You know what? This company has grown so much, uh, thankfully to so many friends that have sticked with me. They're not so many, but the, the ones that are here for me, they have stuck with me since the beginning. You know, since the beginning, they promote me. They, you know, they run the word, you know, she sells piñatas, she makes the best piñatas. And that, I, for that, I very, I'm very appreciative with them. And then the other thing, it's my family, you know? Now, before, they didn't see it as a business, as an, as an income, but now they do see it as an income. So they also promote me and they also, you know, tell people, you know, she makes awesome piñatas. Now, they, they, I, I see my kids and they, I see them and I hear them uh, saying my mom makes awesome piñatas and that makes me so happy. And that's one of the things also that, that makes me not want to quit. I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting. Um, yes, <laughs> I don't think I will quit. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like it's in your in your DNA. So I think you're good. <laughs> yes, yes. I I think I'm still good. Yeah. And it has happened so much. It we have moved. We finally have our own home, where I have more space for my piñatas because, as I told you, the company keeps growing. I need more space. I want to bring so much more to my company. Uh, before I didn't have the space and that was like a setback for me. Like it was like a setback for me. Like I can't, I can't sell this product if I don't have enough and uh, ready, you know? And now that I have my home, it's, it's not stopping me. You know, it's not stopping me. It's make, it's a step forward for me. And that's, that's so amazing amazing to know that all these 10 years i have worked so much i have put so much into it and we keep growing we keep growing with friends with family uh through facebook you know um through instagram to pinterest pinterest um i think a few months ago they um they you know recognize us as the 100 most beautiful piñatas and oh, wow. i and I told my kids, oh my God, we were recognized, you know? It's like, it was so awesome. I even took a, a screenshot out of it. Absolutely, like, that's huge. I mean, cause I'm sure there's a lot of people, you know, so being top 100, especially with the recognition from a, a platform like Pinterest, because they're all about creativity. They're all about pretty things. So that is huge, congratulations. Yes, yes, thank you, yes. So so I'm wondering, Crystal, what have been some of the, because we're talking about, and up until now, it sounds like it's been an amazing journey. It's been full of determination, of you taking imperfect action. What, was there anything along the way, even maybe before you started, like, that almost held you back? You know, what have been some of the obstacles or struggles that you've had to overcome that maybe if you would have given up because of that specific obstacle or struggle, you know, we wouldn't be talking today. Yes, I have had so many, so many of those. I, so many of us, so many that, you know, we, we wouldn't have time. <laughs> but I'm give me a couple, give me a couple. That, but I'm going to um, tell you a couple. The most important that I think with this many people who probably feel, uh, you know, feel the, the little that I felt at that moment and see that you can keep going no matter what, you know? And it's, some, it's very sentimental for me to open up with this, but this, this I, I do wanna you know, let everyone know that you can do everything no matter what. So there was a time where um, I was diagnosed with cancer. Wow. And the doctor had told me you only had six months to live. 
And at that moment, I thought that was it. That that's it for me. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And I for a week I stopped working. I I stopped doing piñatas. I was like, I'm I don't know. Um, I'm just laying in my bed. I'm just gonna lay in my bed and wait for that moment. Oh my goodness! How long ago was this? Wait for the moment. That was exactly like eight. Um, I think eight years ago. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. That is amazing. So. Yeah. Uh, tell us, let's unpack that a little bit more because I think that's that's such a hard hit. You know, when you hear that word, especially they're not just telling you you have cancer, but they're telling you you have this and this is how long you have left. What was the most difficult thing as you were sitting there for that week? Um, what was the most difficult thing that you were experiencing or feeling? I think the most difficult thing was no, not knowing what I was going to tell my children mm. and not knowing what I was going to tell my clients that I already had booked and me frozen for a whole week. And I had to turn piñatas a day before that. that I, think, I think that was a real, real, uh, the most uh, sad thing in that moment. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, it's um, amazing that you were so worried about your clients. You know, you were so worried about okay, how am I going to give them this little special something for their gathering, for their party. So, you know, to make it extra special. I love that you were still, that you still cared. You were going through something so hard, such a dark time, because you hear that word and you hear not only the word, but that phrase afterwards that you only had six months left eight years ago and that you still cared. That, that shows me because I don't really know you, you know, but I love that shows me that you have such a huge heart and such a passion for what you're doing and you understand the responsibility behind it, which is amazing. And I mean, there's no doubt, you know, of why you've done this well for this long. So what got you out of that one week of hell? I'm assuming, you know, we can't describe it any other way with what you were experiencing and feeling and and going through what what got you out of that and how are you still here thank god but how did that happen because that in itself is is a huge inspiration you know putting aside the rest of your story that is truly inspiring because we hear so many people you know that have gone through that and unfortunately you know don't aren't here eight years later so tell us a little bit more about that yes definitely it's a blessing to still be here uh, every day, I thank God for it that I'm, you know, waking up, see another day. Yes. And you know, it, it, in in the last day where I was sleeping in my bed, you know, it, I don't know if I was daydreaming. I don't know if it was a, a dream. All I know is that it happened, and I, you know, I said to myself, I gotta get up and do do my orders finish my orders and keep going. Doesn't matter if I stay or go, I gotta keep going. At that moment, it was my my grandma, you know. I'm sorry about that. No, take your time. She had, she had um, told me, you know, what are you doing? And, you know, I remember not answering. I just remember her showing me a piñata that she had made for me when I was very little that I didn't even connect it until that moment. I didn't even connect that I was doing that until that moment. She had shown me a, a box of uh, cookies that she had put through a string and that she had made for me to make me happy that day. And when she showed me that, I, I just like, I said, I can't, I can't be here crying. I can't be here uh, feeling sorry for myself when nothing has happened yet. I still can move. I still can feel. I still can do stuff. So I, um, I got up. I did my bed. I showered. I took some tea. And I was like making piñatas and my family 
you know, my, my kids were like, mom, what are you doing? You're sick. And they were very little, but they were still, you know, wanted to try to take care of me. And I was like, oh, I, I'm making the orders because I got to turn them in, you know? And my husband, when he came home, he was like, what are you doing? He's like, you're supposed to be resting. And I said, why? I said, why am I going to be resting? If, like when I die, I'm going to be resting. <laughs> right. No, I mean, you got that right. <laughs> so at that moment, you know, right now it makes me laugh. But at that moment, my husband was very upset that I had said that. And my kids. Right. <laughs> well, of course, like no one. When you hear that word and you hear that phrase, you know, you're going to die, like you have six months. The last thing you want to hear is like, you, you don't, you don't want to face that as being your possible truth, you know? So you saying it so nonchalant in a way was kind of like, shush, <laughs> like, don't say that. I'm sure they were kind of feeling it. So man, that's, you know what? I, I love that, that you're sharing this story because it shows us what's possible when we get out of our own way and we allow ourselves to be inspired to just take that little bit of action. You know, for you, it was your grandma. Now, did your grandma come to you in a dream? Like, was she still alive or has she passed? She had okay so let's take a quick break because i want to share something super awesome with you are you ready to focus on how you can prepare and plan for the new month ahead in a realistic way and are you ready to just take those baby steps towards your goals we often overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can get done when we break down our audacious goals into monthly weekly and daily actionable steps. So I want to introduce to you a quick step-by-step guide that I created just for you. It's called how to plan for a new month in business step-by-step guide. So get ready to stop wondering where each month went and begin each month with intention with a plan of action for growth. It's time to get back in the driver's seat of your life. So head on over to Instagram, find me at lessyregalado26 and click the link in my bio to download your free step-by-step guide. And as you prepare at the end of each month using your new monthly guide, make sure to tag me so I can give you a shout out in my stories for being super intentional with your new month. All right, let's get back to the episode. Passed, yeah, she passed away and yeah most of the time i still think about i still think about it i don't know if it was a dream or not you know but i just take it as an inspiration you know for me to get up and do what i had to do not give up you know and to this day if i feel that i should give up i just think about the day i just go back to the day and i'm i just i tell myself i can't i can't quit I have gone so far. Why quit now? The worst already happened. Yeah. Oh, you're so. You're, I mean, it's it's real. You know, it's 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 real talk. What you're sharing with us, and I, I appreciate that you're sharing such an intimate, you know, moment in time in your life with us, because I know you almost kind of held back. I'm glad you shared it though, because I think so many people go through really challenging times. And a lot of people do kind of give up their dreams, their hopes, their, you know, whatever uh, goals. But I love that your grandma, somehow, some way, you know, whether she delivered her message, whether it was in person, you know, through her spirit, whether it was through a dream, I mean, we will never know that that message was delivered, but that it wasn't delivered in vain, that you actually took a hold of it and you've allowed it to be your inspiration, you know, for the last eight years. And so proud of you for that. I mean, that, that takes courage and determination, in, in so many levels. Yes, it's it's been such an inspiration that that took me to make piñatas even in my bed. I will make the piñatas in my bed. I will, like, they will help me sit down and I will tell them, bring me the paper, bring me the glue, bring mm. me the tape, you know, and I will make them in my bed. I, to this day, sometimes when I'm making some of those piñatas, that I used to make at that time, I rem- I still remember my myself in my bed, you know, making the piñatas, decorating them. And when that comes in my mind, I, I just feel happier. So I don't know, I don't know why I do feel happier, but it just makes me feel happier to know that I went through that. And right now I'm still making making more of those same piñatas. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's, I, I think it's almost grat. It's like a form of gratitude that you're feeling, you know, along with that joy and happiness because you're still here, you know, and back then I'm assuming from what they told you, you believe that you possibly wouldn't be, you know, past those six months. So it's that joy and happiness that comes from surviving something, you know, that they said that you wouldn't. Because were you in bed, when you said that you were in bed, was that like during the time that you were like going through treatments of some kind? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was going through treatments and everything and, and my family wanted me to stop making piñatas and I was like, no, why? Why? <laughs> That's going to make you happy? And I said, you know what? Uh, back, back ago, back a few times ago, I said I was going to make myself happy. So it, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die happy. <laughs> I wanna die happy. I love it. I love it. No, you know what? It's it's so amazing because I think a part of me believes that the reason that you're still here, not 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 the only reason, but part of the reason is because you held on to what to what you were doing, to what you loved doing, what brought you joy, what lit you up. You know, you didn't give it up just because everyone else thought that you were sick not thought, but they knew you were sick and you should just be resting, taking care of you. Like that was a way that you were taking care of you because you were, you know, making yourself useful. You were doing something that you really did enjoy. And I mean, part of me believes that that's why you're still here because you held on to something that lit you up so beautifully. I believe so too. I believe so too. That's why. <laughs> that's amazing. So you touched on a point that we haven't talked about yet. You said that, you know, a while ago from those eight years, so probably right before you started your business, you had decided that you were going to make no one else happy, that you were going to now focus on making yourself happy. Let's unpack that a little bit, because before we started recording, you had mentioned how the reason you decided, like you made that decision was because prior to you making that decision, it was all about pleasing others and doing what others wanted you to do. Can you share a little bit more about that, Crystal? Yes for many years before I started my parents wanted me to be a computer whiz okay. <laughs> you know, they, they they knew I was intelligent I had always been a straight-a student you know and they wanted me to be a computer whiz and I was not to be in a computer or in an office from nine to five I was not having that you know <laughs> And so they were, they, they were very disappointed because I said, no, when they told me you got to go and finish your college. And I said, no. And they're like, well, if you're not going to college, then you got to go to work. And I said, fine, I will go to work. So I went off and I started a job as a cashier, you know, and I actually loved the job. I, I love being a cashier. I was a cashier for many years, but like I said, my, my dad wanted me, my parents wanted me to be a computer whiz. I did not accept that, you know, and I had many issues with my parents because of that, because over the years, you know, they still wanted me, they were still pushing me, they were still telling me, you know, that's not a job for you, that you shouldn't be there, you're so intelligent, you're, you're so, you're a genius, why are you working as a cashier when you're just wasting your, you know, your brain and mm -hmm so many things that I, I heard from my grandparents, my parents, uh, that I was, you know, I was just pleasing them because I didn't want to hear from them anymore. You know, I started to please them. You know, I started to do what they wanted me to do. You know, I started like, I um, started college. I started going to college. I stopped, you know, I stopped working a full-time job. I started working part-time so I could go to college. And so I started pleasing every, I started to please everyone, you know? And I stopped thinking about myself. I stopped thinking what I wanted, what I needed. And I went in the path. I went in the path of, okay, you want me to go to college? Here I am, I'm in college. Oh, you don't want me to work a lot because you want me to focus on college? Okay, you know, I, I, I told them to cut my hours, you know? Oh, you want me to be home for the kids? Okay, I'll be home for the kids, you know? Uh, oh, you, you, you want me to, you know, take a day off because you want me, you know, to be with the family? Okay, I'll do that, you know? I'll, 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 I'll ask for a day off to be with the family and do that. 
it was always pleasing everyone for many years as you know doing doing what, what what i was asked you know doing what i was asked and i think the reason i was asking you to share that is because so many of our listeners so many of us you know for so long because we want those people that we care about you know our parents siblings husband partner etc we want them to be proud we want them to be happy we almost feel responsible to make them proud to make them happy and I think when we finally realize that we really have to focus a little bit more on what we want to do in order for us to be happy, I think that's when like this epiphany happens. And that's when we truly are able to step in into who we really are and actually step into our passion and purpose to pursue what we've maybe always wanted or to pursue what we never thought we wanted, but we actually do because we've never tried it. We've never given ourselves that space to actually give it a try. I know one of the things that you mentioned was that people are kind of like maybe talking to you about possibly not giving this a try, you know, making your piñata, starting this business. Um, what were some of the things that people said when you first got started? I mean, I know you obviously didn't listen or maybe you did for a little while and kind of eventually took action, but what were some of the things that you heard people say about you wanting to pursue this silly, crazy, whatever, you know, they thought idea? Well, one of the biggest one was you're so intelligent. Why are you making piñatas <laughs> when you can be making, you know, thousands of dollars with a job, you know? The, the other one was, why, why are you making piñatas? You're not, even, you, you're not even making 1K. So you can call it, you know, a good job. You know, another one was, why, why are you making piñatas? You never have done that. How can you do that? <laughs> what, you're just gonna do that for all your life? Where is that gonna take you? You're making the same thing over and over? People are gonna get tired of it. They're gonna see the same thing. They're not gonna like it, you know. Those, those, those. Now, I think now were any of these people? I'm just curious, um, Crystal. Were any of these people that were giving you all these opinions and advice, whatever they they thought they were doing? Would you ever like? Do any of them have like a successful business? Have any of them ever, you know, done anything similar to what you decided to do? I'm glad that you asked the question because. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You know, I always um, wonder because people have so many opinions, you know, and one of the things that I've learned in the, you know, years that I've been in business is that other people's opinions about me or what I'm doing is none of my business. And I think so many times, you know, we allow other people to have like this front seat opinion when they're like way in the back. And I mean, they have no business you know, sharing what they think or what they feel about what we're about to do or what we're doing. Because I always say, one of the best pieces of advice that I got years ago when I started um, a business in network marketing when I was like 22 was don't listen to anyone else's advice. Don't take advice from anyone that you would never switch places with. And I remember that vividly, I remember, you know, where I was at when they gave me that piece of advice because I've used it ever since. You know, and I'm not, you know, and I've used it with people that I dearly care about, but, and I might take their advice, maybe let's say they're a mom and they're an amazing mom. I would take their advice about parenting, but if they've never had a business, why in the world am I taking their advice about how to run a business or how to set up a business plan, you know, and vice versa. You know, if no one has ever parented, they've never had a child, why would I take a parenting advice just because they've read all the books, you know? If they have a great business, I'll take that advice. So that, that's kind of why I brought up that point because I think so many people are taking advice from people they would never switch places with and they're taking that into consideration and it's affecting or impacting their decision-making. Yes, it's a good thing that you mentioned that because a lot of people don't even have a business. They don't even, they're not even partners with someone that has a business. And, you know, they come, they come, they get near you and they tell you, you know, all sorts of things and then you're just like wait a minute hold on why are you saying this to me you don't even have a business yeah you don't even know how to run a business you know i you know at the beginning that used to like make me think 
But now after a few years, you know, after five years, every time someone comes with that, with, you know, that advice <laughs> that and it's not even running a business, I, you know, I, I go, I go on, you know, I don't even like, I don't even remember. I don't even care that they tell me that I keep going, you know, That's I keep right. going because all that you just mentioned is true. If they're not, if they haven't been there or they're not there, why take that advice? It's not going to take you nowhere. It's just actually going to set you back, take a step back and think, think and rethink things, you know, when you probably actually have taken a step forward, you know, when you actually have taken uh, that little, you know, your intuition that tells you go ahead. And if you listen to that person that, you know, is giving you the advice has no business, that probably is going to set you back, hold you back. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because, yes, I had a lot of times when people came to me and told me about it. And I was like, mm. you know, in my head, I'll be like, mm, OK, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> right, right. You don't argue with them because there's no point in arguing. You kind of just listen and it goes in one, one ear and out the other. That's the best way. Yes, yes. Now, you, you mentioned, Crystal, that um, this happened, you know, early on. Does this still happen? Because I think people sometimes feel like, okay, it's going to happen at the beginning. Obviously, you know, I've never done it. Maybe they're scared for me. Maybe it's people that just want to butt in, whatever the case is. But does that, do people still kind of say things nowadays? Yes, yes, they still do. You know, I, I, I moved recently and they told me, uh, you're not going to make it because you move, you know, you're not going to have no clients, you know? And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. If you say so, <laughs> you know, I didn't even like to the contrary of, on that, you know, I was like, yeah, I agree with them. You know, mm -hmm. I agree with them at the moment because there's no point of arguing. And also, I don't want to waste my time. You know? Right. And, but I um, love it. I love it. You've, create, you've created this thick skin where whatever they say doesn't penetrate. You know, why? Because you've decided to not argue with them because you're going to show them. You know, you're going to show them and not show them. Like, you're not going to do it because you want to show them, but you're going to show them simply because that is who you are. This is what you're going to do. And it's going to work out because, like you said earlier, you're not quitting. You know, so it's going to work out because the only way that you can fail is if you quit. If you don't quit, there's no possible way because you're either going to learn or you're going to succeed. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's well said. <laughs> yes. I have, to be honest, I have never, like, think about anyone on terms of, like, I'm going to do it for them to see I, I made it, you know, like you said. But I just always do it so for them to see, like, oh my God, she made it. <laughs> you know, just just for them to have, just to, for them to have the reaction, like, oh my God, she did made it. <laughs> and you know what they say? Um, I was talking to my husband about this. I say, I read somewhere probably online that they say, you know, first they're going to ask you like, why, like, why in the world are you doing this? What's wrong with you? You're crazy. And then eventually they're going to ask you how because they've watched you. They've watched you do it. And I promise you, any of the haters, the only reason they hate is because they don't have the courage to step out, you know, of their comfort zone to try something different. You know, they're, they're not happy where they're at, but they're unwilling to try anything different. But then there's people that you're inspiring because you've allowed your light to shine. And every time you do that, you give permission to others who are watching you to be inspired and kind of take that step out on faith. So I love that you don't do it for the purpose of showing them because obviously you're doing it for yourself and your family. But along the way, I'm sure I can guarantee you, yes, they're seeing what you're doing and whether it inspires them or not, you know, it's obviously none of your business, but I know there's people that are being inspired by the fact that you didn't allow anything to hold you back, even that diagnosis eight years ago. So I am extremely excited that we had this opportunity to talk. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience before we finish up, Crystal? I, I want to tell them, don't give up. Don't give up. 
If you have a plan, follow it. If you don't have a plan, same way, just keep going. You know, eventually you'll get there. Perfection, if you're looking for perfection, let me tell you, it takes time, okay? So if they're looking for perfection, it takes time. I have made products that if I see my pictures back then and I see them now, I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> yes, yes. So it takes time to build a business. It takes time. It's not going to come to you from one day to another. If you have success from one day to another, then congratulations. You know, you have made it fast enough and you can um, hopefully teach others and inspire others as well. And, you know, also share how you made it, you know, how you made it so fast. But you're right. Is that the norm? <laughs> it takes time. It takes yeah. time and it takes a lot of practice to be able to master any skill. You know, you, you can't be a master at anything that you haven't been willing to practice over and over and over until you, like you said, I love that you said, you know, that it's it, being perfect or searching for that perfection. You know, it's not, it comes with a lot of effort and a lot of time. Um, I love it because the name of our podcast is Perfectly Imperfect. And I think it's so appropriate for your story, for many stories of women who have decided to pursue that little calling, that little silly, crazy idea. And they've actually decided to take those imperfect action steps that we all have to take. You know, and I think you're a perfect example of it because you literally took $10, went and, you know, made stuff, made the piñatas, went to this, I mean, no action, no business plan, no, like, you know, this, I know a lot of people that will sit there and wait until everything is planned out until they ask their mom, their dad, their cousin, their sister, everyone to make sure that it's perfect before they actually like show it to the world and bring it out into the world. And I love that you said, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And, I, and the fact that, you know, money was pushing you the need for the money, but so many people have that need crystal and a lot of people still stay in place stuck. And um, you didn't. So thank you for inspiring us to take that imperfect action, that messy action, in order to see it through. And of course, you saying not that you you made a decision early on that you just weren't going to give up. That is, if any, if the audience, if our listeners take anything away, I hope they take that away because I see so many people who give up before they even give themselves a chance. Yes, definitely. Don't give up. If you see that you're stuck. If you have a product or something, reinvent yourself, you know? It's all about that, reinventing yourself, you know? You can have your setbacks, you can have something hold you back, but at the end of the day, it comes to you and you should just reinvent yourself and go ahead, take the leap. Don't, don't think about anyone, anything, because that's the things that are holding you, the, the being afraid of like, what will happen? What are they going to say? What's, you know, things like that. And no, just take your leap and whatever happens, if it's good, you know, apply yourself, say, yes, I made it. And if, if it doesn't go the way you want it, take, take a set, uh, take, you know, take a seat, sip some tea and think what, what you did wrong or what you want to make and do better next time, you know, Love so it. you can be successful. Love it. I love it. I love it that you, that you say that. I think it's so perfectly stated. You know what? Take action. Do it. Find out. You know, my, my biggest thing is stop wondering. Stop thinking about it. Stop overanalyzing. Just go ahead and do the thing that you want to do. Find out if it's going to work or not. Like, you know, because there's no other way. As much as we want to sit there and plan it and organize it and ask, and it doesn't matter how prepared you are. Not until you actually take that action do you know if you have to learn something different, if you have to perfect something, if you have to, you know, practice a little bit more. Not until you take that first step will you know what your next step will be. Exactly. So, exactly. Oh. That's exactly well said. If you don't Thank take you. action and do it, then you're not going to know what's your next step. You're not going to know what's there for you to do next. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much, Crystal. This was awesome. Before uh, we leave, I know you're here in Chicago, right? Um, in Joliet now. Joliet. Okay. Well, you're in the Illinois kind of surrounding areas. Yes. Um, let us know, how can people find you? Because I would love, obviously you've 
very graciously given us your time and shared your story with us. And I would love for anyone that is, you know, in the surrounding areas or in Illinois to be able to contact you if they, or even just check out the piñatas, you know, your, your product, um, where can they go? Like, do you have an, you said you had an Instagram, so I guess you can give us your handle for Instagram. Is there a website? Like how do people get in contact with you if they're interested? We don't have a website because all of my business, to be honest, is word for word. I have many clients like that. Yeah. That's perfect. But they can find us in Facebook as Kitty Lamp Piñatas. They also can find us in Instagram, the same at Kitty Lamp Piñatas. They can find us in TikTok as Kitty Lamp Piñatas and also in Snapchat also as Kitty Lamp Piñatas. Perfect. I will, I will put all of that in the details of the, like the show notes. So if people are like, how do you spell that? I will definitely put it in the show notes so you guys know exactly how Kitty Lamp Piñatas is spelled and you guys can go ahead and click on it and check it out because 11 years of perfecting this craft, I'm sure, I mean, I've seen some of them and you do beautiful work. Um, so I'm excited for the listeners yeah. who are in town, you know, to, to be able to support you and um, enjoy some, some beautiful creations by you. Um, well, thank you so much again. Crystal, I so appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being so real with your story and sharing all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly with us, because that's what it's about. You know, every journey, it's not perfection. It's a bunch of imperfect action steps that we take over and over and over until we've practiced enough where pieces of it are perfect or are really good. We have mastered them. And then, like you said, you know, we come up to something different and then we reinvent ourselves or we reinvent our product. So I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being here with us. You're welcome, Leslie. I'm very glad that to be here with you. And thank you also for giving us the opportunity to be here and sharing my story. And I hope it inspires many, many, many women to not stay where they are. Just do it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening. You could be doing so many other things with your time and you're here and that's an honor. Thank you for spending this time with me. We have more inspiring, incredible guests joining us in the upcoming weeks. So make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes and leave a review if you enjoy listening to this podcast. Each time one of our listeners rates and leaves a review, this podcast reaches more people. And that's the goal, to inspire hundreds of perfectly imperfect human beings to dream again, to pursue a life where they feel joy and one that they are excited to wake up to every single day and if this episode resonated with you and inspired you to believe that if she can then so can you then go ahead and share it with at least one person you know who you think would benefit from listening to this episode don't think twice about it you never know how special you thinking of them can make them feel send them the link via email send it to them via text or share it on instagram right now and tag me at les regalado 26 it's a free resource and you never know who will listen and will be grateful that you shared it. I'll make sure I share your tag on my stories. Sending you lots of love. Have a wonderful day. Until next time.